This is a presentation from the Supernaut Network. Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? It is episode 97 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. What's going on? A lot's going on, dude. 97. We're almost at 100. Are you prepped? Are you ready? No, I still have absolutely nothing planned. I had an idea. I don't know how much I want to go through with it. I might. We might. I'm feeling like we should shoot for 200 to be the exciting. You know. You want to get pumped for two? Yeah, I mean, about one fifty. That feels good too. I feel like you know most probably TV shows when they hit a hundred. I think is a hundred um, the landmark for uh, syndication, like season wise. Does that mean you've done? Like, if you think it used to be more per season, I mean, a season now could be like what twenty two or something. If you're a half hour episode, or you know what I mean. But now I'm saying a one hour is what ten, thirteen. Yeah, so Eight. you know, at a hundred, you've done ten seasons. It's far over syndication because I think I seven, imagine, yeah. seven years. I think is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I mean, I feel like I watched Mash in syndication for a long time. So. Yeah. Well, after the fact. Yeah, but I it don't stayed, think it, one, it didn't take ten seasons for them to syndicate. Although they had to do the finale before they started rerunning, so maybe, maybe you're right on. Anyway, uh, this week I had an interesting thing happen to me, and. You know, a lot of times the podcast centers around nostalgia, and at least lately, you now again you're wearing your uh, uh, flannel with a t-shirt underneath it, and you're you know, yeah, buddy. <laughs> I, I mean, it back, dude. You've not worn a V-neck since we talked about. it. I had the dude. I had a V on for like 30 hours before I got ready to come here. So, <laughs> so I you're only com- doing this for me, or what? I haven't. No, I haven't completely shed it. I was wearing <laughs> a V-neck because I was having one of those days where I didn't feel like big you know i felt good about where i was at so i had a v-neck on i felt right i felt like i'd go to a comic-con and blend right in and uh i walked outside i was putting one of my kids in the car and the thing about a v-neck is when it plunges a big ass if you're not from this area we've had the shittiest weather ever so a super cold drop from a tree fell right in the stupid ass deep in plunge, your cleavage right in my cleavage yeah it fell right in the the v-esque area your cleavage. If, yeah, and I was like, "This is it. This is this is even nature now is telling me knock it the fuck off." I think nature was telling you that a long time ago. <laughs> just weren't listening. <laughs> well, it got me loud and clear. It was like, so, "Listen, if you're gonna wear a V-neck, we're gonna drop cold water in you." At this point, so I, I put on a band T-shirt. So speaking of um, like nostalgia, I have a guy that works uh, at my job who is I think 23, and I I'm 38. So one of the fun things, and most of the guys that I work, I think the mean age is probably like 40. And most of the guys I work with, this is the first time we've had someone so young in such a long time. And That's a pup. We love, our, our favorite thing to do, and I know it annoys this guy because he'll always be like rolling his eyes, is everyone will start talking about something. And a lot of times they'll reference like a Caddyshack or, you know, someone will throw a line out from a movie and everyone will look to this guy. And then everyone focus. hey, dude, you ever heard of Caddyshack? Do you it's know like what it has been seen it? Oh like with the my 80s God. movies? And this guy has seen nothing. It's almost like you, except for the fact that, you know, you were sheltered or whatever. Yeah, this yeah. guy just, it was just before his time. It. It's not missed it. It just yeah, wasn't. Yeah. It, it happened before him and is not. It's completely out of <laughs> right, out right, of his right, view, right. so he has no idea. I feel that way too, but I think maybe I'm so immature that I don't feel like I'm that much that older than people. I meet someone that's like 25, and I'll think we're on the same level because we're both <laughs> like he's normal and I'm stupid, so we're both around 25 ish. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, I totally, I totally get it. Well, when the guy first walked in the door, we were like, we'd say, hey, you know, have you, we would, like I said, we'd talk about Caddyshack and, and when we would, he would try 
and be like, yeah, I've seen Caddyshack. Yeah, that's Bill, the worst Bill, thing. Murray Gophers. And... It's the worst thing you can do. He wouldn't even get that close because he completely Whoa. didn't know. Like, Don't fake the funk yeah, on Caddyshack, dude. Nobody, nobody realizes, like, yeah, of course he didn't see Caddyshack because why would he? You guys are looking at it like, this guy's dumb, like he fucked up. But it's like, right. no, it's for the same reason that you didn't catch, like, Rosemary's Baby the first go-around. Well, I think that, you know, you made a, you made mention a couple weeks ago, you said, like, uh, Swiss Family Robinson? Stuff's important to you, to me, yeah. because it was when you were a child. So, I mean, that's only, it's really yeah. relevant only to you. Yeah. And uh, people of your age group. Like, so, younger people than me, their Power Rangers is like, oh, I remember Power Rangers? But to me, that's dumb. It's He-Man. I guess He-Man's it's, yeah, great. I mean, it's no different than me picking up a Led Zeppelin record at 16 and being like, acting like I was the one who figured, you know, like, oh, nobody knows I about I did the this. same with Sabbath. Remember, I'm right. always talking about, like, I have old Sabbath records. I'm like, this, this sound is so cool. Like, I would look <laughs> around, like, is anybody paying attention to me? Well, so one of the things that came up this week, uh, I was at my house, and I'm gonna, I'll tie it back into this guy. Um, I was at home, and I was looking through my Spotify, and somehow, some way, I happened across the Jerky Boys. I was looking, we were listening, you know what it was? I was listening to um, like a comedy, um, this was on Pandora. I was listening to like comedians, stand-up comedians, and Jim Florentine came around. Okay. And a a bit that he did on Crank Yankers happened. And I was actually had it, I was listening to it, me, my daughter, who's three, and my son, who's 10, were sitting at the kitchen table, wife's at work, and sometimes we'll play, I'll play like stand-up comedy or whatever at dinner. And, you know, usually it's Bill Cosby. While you guys eat? Yeah. So you just like sit and listen to it? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Why? It's just awesome. That's like a family. That's like, you know, like when companies go like, we're going to do a team build. Like right. We're all going to get together and we're going to go out and we're all going to play like, uh, what do you call it? Like skeet ball or whatever. The, whatever the, <laughs> like they're going to like go to Dave and Buster's right. and like get hammered and like team build. But you guys sort do that like at that. dinner. That's great. Well, and the, the thing is, really is, my good... kids already have their favorite comedians and their favorite, my son, especially. Not your daughter, right? Oh, I mean, absolutely. Are you serious? She'll, yeah, ask my wife. She'll say, she'll do the daddy's great. Really? Give him some chocolate cake. Yeah. Well, oh. and I hate that, you know, people, you want to judge me for, Bill Cosby wasn't bad back then that we knew of. He so may have done some bad things, but his what, comedy was good. Right. It was clean. Hey, Michael Jackson's, I mean, if you can get down to, to, to beat it, right? Maybe he did weird things, but if you're playing Billie Jean, don't act like you don't like it. Right. That's all okay. I'm saying. So my son likes, uh, one of his favorites is Jim Gaffigan. Uh, he loves his McDonald's bits and you know, he, wow. uh, he hate, he can't stand Jeff Foxworthy. He likes the, uh, you're a redneck, but that's, that's smart as far kid. as he goes on He's that. Smart. I'm telling you. But, uh, so anyway, we came across Jim Florentine. Can't so, stand him. I can't imagine like my kid not seeing the vet is not good. Oh, like, he was just anno- like, he'll just sit there and be like, can we listen to something else? Don't waste of time. But you know, in the beginning I started to, I was looking for family friendly comedians. He's already smarter like, than you know. like half of the uh, Southern <laughs> hemisphere of America. So we come across uh, this crank anchors bit and it's a prank call. And so he's like, what's that? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I don't, I mean, is the guy on a phone? Like, I don't understand why it's record. Like, it doesn't Frankie make sense just doesn't me. get its due because it came post Jerky Boys. I think people were kind of burnt out at that point. Yeah. I remember I was like, more crank calls. Oh, there's puppets. Uh, like, I didn't give it its due. But when you listen back, it's really good stuff. It just came at the wrong, you're right. It came at the wrong time. It, 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 it just. It, that it, hole had been fished out right. a little bit. I feel like by the time it got big. So I started thinking, I didn't play my kid any jerky boys that night, but the next day I was, I was, uh, getting ready for work and I'm like going through my phone and I'm like, you know what? Let me, uh, let me check out some jerky boys. And, uh, well, hold on a second. Are you familiar with the jerky boys? I mean, you saw them. Okay. Check this out. Hello. Yeah. Auto mechanic. Yeah. Looking for a job. Huh? I'm looking for a job. Okay. Are you having experience? Yeah. Seven years. Seven years? Yeah. I work on race cars. You have inspection lessons? I work on race cars. Okay. You have inspection lessons? Special what? Inspection lessons. You are inspection. Oh, inspection. Sure, I have all that shit, tough guy. <laughs> okay, talk to my boss. Right. Okay. Yeah. I tell him everything. You have a seven year experience. Put your boss on, I'll talk to him. Hello? Yeah. Hello, man. Call it about the job. What do you mean, what about the job? Are you applying for a job? That's right, tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. I work on race cars. Excuse me? I worked on race cars for 18 years. On race cars? Yes. You have New York State inspection license? Yes, I do. All right. Where are you working now? 
Well, right now, I just had to leave an old job because the difference is with my fucking boss. Huh? I had problems with my boss. Got troubles with your boss? Right. Uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you what. You can come down and see me tomorrow. Yeah, huh? Should I bring my fucking tools? Excuse me? Should I bring my toolbox? I think it gets deep enough, and then he starts throwing the F-bombs. Call you when. Excuse me? Call you when. Call me tomorrow. I don't think you can talk like that. You know, you don't have to call me and talk to me like that. All right, Lynn, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll come down with my tools tomorrow. I start work tomorrow. You gonna come down and start work tomorrow? Yes or no? I got... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I gotta hire you first, guy. Well, I'm the best. You're the best? That's right. <laughs> okay. I'm serious. I know. I'll work circles around you. I'll wrap your fucking head in with a ratchet. Huh? Uh, and you don't have anybody down there that works like me. Oh, yeah? That's right. Okay. Okay? All so right. I'll see you tomorrow with my tools, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you get, so you guys get the idea. Uh, yeah. And obviously you had the idea I already. love it. I and, love it. Uh, what, what year do you think this is? Oh, gosh, 95? 89. 89? 89 to 2001 is when these, they were making the calls. Oh, my gosh. And then it says 2006 to present. So obviously, I I, I doubt I, I don't know like that they're I, still I active. It, Maybe they are. I guess I heard it. What and I guess in my late teens, so late nineties. Um. So anyway, uh, I I had asked this guy at my work. I said, "Hey, have you ever heard of the Jerky Boys?" And he's like, "No, I never heard of the Jerky Boys." So I said, "You, if you have Spotify, go type in the Jerky Boys, and I want you to listen to like listen to five calls, shuffle them five, and each five calls, and and then I'll I'll talk to you later." So I talked to the guy later. And he's like, "This is amazing. This is awesome. I can't. I can't believe it." And I'm like, "Really? I feel like, sort of. I I, I felt alive again. Like when I <laughs> like when I brought like when when I was somebody brought me punk rock and I gave it to another kid who didn't have any idea what it was. And he's like, you know, wow. What's like you this? were that guy that gave a social distortion. I'm tape. now the way older, cool brother slash uncle slash creepy dude." That handed down something that now this guy gets, and he goes, "Oh, I'm gonna show all my friends. This is great." <laughs> it's so hard to tell the difference. <laughs> you know, so from that point, I started asking. I asked my wife. I was asking people. You know the Jerky Boys? No, nope, never heard of them. Don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. Really? How do you know who the Jerky Boys are? Between I'm no between my friends and I, like it was a it was a big thing. We all it was all cassette tapes though. I didn't. I yeah. Don't, I don't remember having CDs of them. Um, there was CDs around when I found it, but for some reason they were only on tapes. I guess because they were a couple years prior. But yeah, I would listen to the shit out of it. Like I said, my favorite was the Egyptian Magician. I remember it. I remember just thinking, like, if I could ever do comedy with that straight, with that, like, if I could keep my face on like that straight in order to just do the silly stuff that they said. Yeah, but I, and, and to this day, I've never been good at it. I always crack during um, prank calls. I always get him uh, during any like. Uh, I always get embarrassed or socially awkward. Like I can't just play it off and go. This will pay off later. Like when we listen later, this will be super funny because I'm so like present in the moment. Like I'm embarrassed now. Right. But I, I always just lose it. You know what I mean? I'm not good at it. I think and that that was definitely evident. Like with the whole nachos thing, where like you, <laughs> you <laughs> for sure, yeah, you, you aren't comfortable if anyone else is uncomfortable. And in order to make a prank yeah. call like this, that is the whole purpose. I'm a what pleaser. You have to do. It's hard for a pleaser to to do a prank. You call. see anyone else squirming, you start squirming. You <laughs> yeah. you squirm at the thought of making other people squirm. I don't want squirming to happen, so I immediately start squirming. Yeah, but. Think about <laughs> think about the American dream. Like right now, I feel like we're at a time in this country where we're sort of like we don't know which way to go. Who's people are you know ultra conservative and people are ultra liberal, and there's these other people that are like we're not conservative but or you liberal. You feel like people are more separated than they've ever been. Absolutely, it's getting further right and further left. Absolutely, further. But I feel like this is this is a perfect example of the American the American dream I mean these guys are making prank phone calls and I guarantee you they made a damn good living and yeah you know how you were they talk- made a movie remember at one yeah. point there was a film yes I never saw it but I remember there was, was one just out there the movie version of them doing what they do but I mean God bless them for trying dude well when you got those tapes you're mm. saying like I had a I, I had a, an audio recorded tape it wasn't oh. even though there were CDs yeah. out there the thing was this is how this got started. They were dub tapes, demo tapes that got passed around. And probably by the time you got yours, it was a dub of a dub of a dub that came off of, of a dub. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. never came. It, that never was recorded off of a CD. The one you got was probably one that was dubbed so many times off an original yeah. one that was made a long it's time ago. Add to the, the bad sound quality, which yeah. sort of makes me think about. Uh, you remember how Corolla used to? They would talk about like how do these myths get started? You know, back in the days before yeah. the internet, yeah. how does people? How does a person on one side of the country know the same myth about? Uh, uh, what's Rod Stewart, Rod Stewart, Richard Gere, or Richard or any Gere. of these things. Yeah. How does it travel? And I think what they what they sort of came up with was, well, you know, you go on vacation with your family and over at the during the summers, and you know, yeah. word of mouth because it definitely wasn't in any sort of print magazine because obviously people would be getting sued. No, yeah, the, well, the stuff that was spreading like wildfire was so heinous <laughs> that that's why it, that's why it spread because it was so ridiculous. You couldn't wait to tell somebody. Yeah, if it involved duct tape and a gerbil or like. You know, uh, gallon jugs and men making love. Yeah, that obviously would would hit certain ears quicker than others, and you and you can't put it in uh, tiger beat. I, I don't yeah, think. I, I just feel like uh, it's just strange to me how a sim- like or not strange to me, but it's it it reminds me of what's possible. You know, these guys took a concept that was everyone did it. Everyone made prank calls. Right. They 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 started making better prank calls and they monetized it what, Every, what's more american than that it. this is michael rapport and you're now listening to the hey my man podcast i have this problem with jimmy fallon and i just want I you kind of uh, do too it, man i i feel I'm, like, i struggle with it i'm like a self-hating uh fallon see dude. I, I i'm starting to feel like maybe i'm wrong and, and here's why i hated adam i hated andy samberg i hated him when he was on saturday night live why his haircut? I don't blame you. No, because I he okay, I, I wasn't a fan of Adam Sandler toward the end. Like I like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Their names like were movies. too close. No, but I thought I don't that like Jewish dudes he, named Adam or Andy. Andy did a lot of like I'm gonna imitate Adam, or he did like I play guitar too, and I they, they sort of were like I just looked at they ran parallel, yeah, and I was like I've yeah. seen this. It's been done. A goofy Jewish guy with a tight. I Jew certainly throw, don't think not, it was intentional. I feel like there's big differences, but I can see why you'd pair them. Okay, so I just sort of wrote him off. I was like, this, I don't care about this guy. And I really you're wasn't self, watching Saturday Night Live at the time. Comedian. But then I saw Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I'm like, dude, this guy is actually really funny. That's weird that that's what turned you around. Yeah, like I re- the script turned you around, not his digital shorts, which were super funny. Never seen any of them. Never? Never. You ever seen Threw It on the Ground? Never. What's that? Really? I swear. What is it? Is it a music video? Oh, dude, yeah. Is or, it the I Justin mean, Timberlake you've, you've thing? I've seen his, like, uh, what's more, like, I'm on a boat and shit like that. No. I, anytime I've you seen him. you ever seen him on a boat? Is it a song that he did with yes. Justin Timberlake? Every uh, time, no, not Timberlake. Anytime no. I see him performing a song, I turn it off because I don't he's care got a, about He's that. got a group, like a music group, and they Lost Island or something like that. And they do. Yeah, Tenacious D has a group, too, and they also suck. I don't care but about this, that. It's not about like, oh, this is good music. I mean, it's comedy. It's for that purpose. But they do, they kind of satire pop music, you know, or rap music or whatever. And uh, it's, you you had to have seen like, I'm on a boat. Never. Never. Man, I don't know. Maybe we don't have the time, but you really, you really need to YouTube on a boat because it's super funny. And well, yeah, it's played out now. It's been fished out. Not to me. But no, it's it. super funny. They just, they make fun of the whole like. You know, like rappers make money t- while making songs, talking about how they're making money. Right. It's like this circle. No, I, I understand. You know? I well, understand. they do that and they play it up. Um, and I'll get you back to your original point, but I, I, I certainly feel like he had his own. You might have been selling him short, and you found it out by Brooklyn Nine Nine. And, and this is where I, I'm so. I I don't I want to say like I hate. I'm resistant to Jimmy Fallon because I don't think the guy is funny. Never have. I he's his face annoys me. He, I don't, I don't, I guess what it comes down to is I don't like comedians that do like sing songy, dancey, you know, where they're like jack of all trade entertainers. I like my comedians to be comedians. Like a niche? Yeah. I like stand up comedians, a guy with a microphone telling jokes or telling stories. Okay. I, I'm not really into the, the guy that picks up his guitar and plays a couple of funny songs and puts that down. I never really like guitar comedy ever. And that's what I sort of, I guess, I, almost, I, I, I consider Fallon to be prior to him now taking over. Who the is the other guy show? that did the sleepwalking movie and, and book and all that? Uh, Mike Berbiglia. Berbiglia, yeah. Um, I remember listening to his stand-up and going like Sleepwalk this, with me. Yeah, and great I remember movie, listening yeah. to his stand-up though and going like, this is really funny. This is a great stand-up. And he's like, I'm going to pick up a guitar and I'm going to do a couple songs for you. All right, everybody. No. And I was like, no, everything was going so great. Why did you do that? Right. 
It's like, why is it that you play a D and an A chord and it's funnier? It's, it's not to it, me. Just, it's no different than Ben. You've been in a band for a long time and you know, you're a guitar player. And the minute the drummer gets up out of the bass player and the guitar player, he goes up to go to the bathroom. Couldn't I easily Everybody jumps on the drum that? kit and starts playing. No, but that's just how it works. Yeah. You know, yeah. you are one thing and you want to be something else. It's just sort of like you want to diversify, I guess. But I just wanted I, to bring I just this think, to you. I just don't think people are funnier with music behind them. And I want to go on podcast Weird records Al. saying that. That but that's he does parody songs. That's his whole thing. Right. If he like, had no music if, behind if him, Weird he would, Al did a stand up bit. Probably completely. not that funny, right? Oh, absolutely not that. He'd be I, called I bet, if, I bet if you and I barbecued ribs with Weird Al, it'd be a great time. But like him just doing stand up bit, obviously right. it's not his bit. He does he does you know farcical music. So what's your beef with Jimmy Fallon? Just so I can I see how far before I think I'm. I agree with you. However, I. I think he's funny. I think he's a funny dude. I think he's talented. I think he's good at a lot of stuff. I just don't like how agreeable he is. I feel like whoever he interviews, he thinks they're the funniest ever. And whatever people say, it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. And everything is so like, I got to cover my mouth and I got to, I, oh my God, turn the cameras off because I'm laughing so hard. And this is... Like I've never seen him interview anyone or or talk to anyone or hear anything where he didn't think it was great. Do you think I want to hear him go? I want like I want like Reese Witherspoon to come on Fallon and her to talk about her experience with Wild and him go, yeah, not really feeling it. Just once, I want him to go like, yeah, or just push past something. What else you got? Just, (laughs) just I feel like he's so nice and so agreeable and such a nice dude that if you like everything, then I can't trust your opinion. If you don't, if, if nothing sucks, then nothing's great. You know what I'm saying? That's that's me with Fallon. Like, I think a lot of the stuff that he does is is good. And if you hear him do like his impressions, they're they're good. And he's a funny dude. But I'm just like, I need someone who's a little more angry. That's just me. You know. I just well, do. I guess in his defense, I will say that I've never really been into. I like Conan, but I don't. And I guess Jimmy Kimmel, but. I don't even subscribe to watching them very often. I, I'm, I'm not into yeah. the whole the whole late night thing bothers me, but I see every day people posting these videos on Facebook. You know, oh, last night on Fallon, this like hilarious thing. Fallon's where, big where, on social media, dude. Where it's he he big. dumped a pitcher of water over like uh, Ben Affleck's head, or they squirted each other with squirt guns, or they did some sort of dance a lot competition. Eight year old shit right. too, doesn't it? That's, like, oh, I, me and maybe, Margot Robbie played flippy cup. Right. Like, I want to see Margot Robbie's boobs. I do. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Sign me up in the I want to see Margot Robbie's boobs ledger. It I'd like be, to be. It won't be long. I'd like to be number two behind Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, but as far as Flippy Cup, like, dude, just ask her. How, I don't know. Just talk to her. For, it's just too cute. You know, it's like, oh, let's be friends. And I feel like he doesn't. Can I say I don't feel like he wants to get it on with her as much as I do? And that bothers me. I feel like it's too nice. Yeah. Like if I did an interview with Margot Robbie, I'd be like, so how was, how was your experience making the movie? You know, it's pretty good. It was good. Yeah. You completely cool. just zone out while she well, was I'd be talking. like, were you guys on location? Ah, I was on location. That's good. That's good. That's good. And how was it getting into character? Oh, it was nice. It's nice. How would you like to show me your boobs real quick? Like, I feel like the, <laughs> on a scale of one to 10. Yeah. Even if I was on prime time, like if, I, if my show was on like 8 PM, I'm like, that's good. Leonardo DiCaprio, a lot of Oscar talk. A lot of, how long before we can see those? <laughs> I would just, I would want them out. I think I, you could probably get away with it if you did it sort of like a, you know, uh, Fallon could probably throw one in there and people like, oh, he must have been joking. He's, he's such a, a great, ping pong he's together. such an agreeable guy. Loser pulls the nipple out. <laughs> I don't know. I just, maybe I'm a pig. I just, uh, I'm like, dude, can you, well, there's no maybe about it, but like, can you seriously have, you can talk to her about other stuff, but don't. Let's play Flippy Cup. I just couldn't fake it long enough to make it. Does that, does that make sense? Yes, it makes perfect sense. All right. But so to, to tie this all up, so I did play my son like the first five <laughs> tracks on the uh, Jerky Boys Greatest Bits, and he was not having any of it. He was literally, I got so angry because I was like, hey, check this out. This is hilarious. The Arab, the Arab dude? No, I played him. I'll tell you which ones uh, Diamond Dealer, Punitive Damages. Fava Beans. Oh, Fava Beans. Saul's Nude Beach and the Piano Tuner. Oh, Saul's Nude Beach. And he was just like, he. you could tell he was stuck there like, I know you want me to like this. I'm going <laughs> to, he was doing like these fake laughs. Uh, and I actually said to him, you know what? 
This is why when you try to tell me that, you know, I need to watch something on, uh, on uh, some, you, some stupid video game on Minecraft and you're trying to show me and I walk away, this is, this is why I do it because you don't care about what I'm trying to show you. And I stomped out of the room like I was, he's, and he's, he's like, like, he's like, no, he's following me. He goes, I'll listen to it. I'll listen to it. No, it it's over. It was it's over. You got so salty. Oh, I was pissed. It was like Sandler in, in uh, what was it, uh, Gilmore? Where he's like, I've seen the finger paintings you bring home and they suck. You ever tell somebody, uh, oh, you've got to see this movie or you've got it. And they go, eh. I'm, dude, I'm not okay with it. I'm, it, I feel like for throughout the time we've done this podcast and you know me a little bit and most people that have hang out with me know me. Um, I'd hope so. I I feel like what I I really do legitimately feel like one of my strengths is seeing shit from both sides. My wife disagrees with me, <laughs> but I do feel like I'm able to go. Okay, maybe I overreacted. Maybe you weren't. Blah blah blah. Um, but when I really really like a song or a movie and I show it to somebody and they go like, eh, like I made my buddy Phil. I made him a Silver Sun pickups mixtape. I know it's super gay, but I did. And I think it was a CD to be fair. But I made. I was like, dude, you got you got to get into these guys. They're so great. So I gave him like a best up. I was like, listen to this band. You're gonna love it. And I didn't say anything. He was into him, and he was like, yeah, it was okay. And I was just like, I didn't know how to react. I was. If, you want to if, take if, it back from him and be like, you know, just give it back. I was like, I just want to smash it over your head. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you don't like that. Then I don't know. I don't know how we can. I don't. I've uh, I've been in that. I'm glad. See, now, like, what do you do? Like, obviously, I don't. You're. We don't agree on what is awesome. You know, but I, I but I see. I'm looking at like you right now, where I'm going. You may like this. You may be country, and I may be rock and roll, but we can both agree that silver. If, if it's silver, if it's good, it's good. My joy right? for everybody. I'm not brother. saying you have to say, "Hey, I'm going to listen to this straight through for the next, you know, two months." I'm not However, you love it, but dude, I how can you even? I would rather have somebody say, you know what, I'm not really into it, and take that irritation than to somebody for somebody to feign interest because you could tell, you could read it on their face, like, oh yeah, you know, when you hear something or see something spectacular, like. You get done with it. You're like, I'm obsessed with this. I need to see it again. I need to listen to it again. Yeah. I need to, you know, that's how I am. And I know that's how you are. So <laughs> like when I saw, like when I saw Waking Life, that, that animation, weird anime, I think it's Link later film. When I saw a Waking Life and uh, a buddy of mine, Brandon was like, yeah, that's basically like what we covered in philosophy one-on-one. I was like, I was like, you know what, dude? Fuck you, man. <laughs> All right. Listen, I didn't go to college. Okay. So every sketch I saw in that movie was amazing. And it made me think some real deep shit. So for you to go like, yeah, from October to December, we pretty much nailed that down. I was like, you know what? You can eat it, dude. But I I mean, I know I've been on the other side of that too. Because I I hear so many people and I've argued this point so many times. (laughs) You pooped in other people's desserts. Well, you know, anytime it's almost like the bat signal from across the room when somebody says like, yeah, you know, I really like uh, a clockwork orange, man. It's really great. I just immediately get angry. I get like so angry. (laughs) Or, or if somebody says, you know, I really like full metal jacket was a great movie. I'm like, yeah, the first half, the first half was good. Uh, And the other one is, well, let let me diversify if I can just a little bit is the other one is the boondock saints. The only yeah. thing good about Boondock Saints was the movie about the guy who made Boondock Saints. Overnight. You're right. Everything yeah. else about it is it's awful. You're it's just a stupid B overnight. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a B movie with ultra violence. And for some reason it has... Uh, I think people like that they were Irish and they held their guns in a cool fashion. Le- and again, this has nothing to have... This has nothing not to do with the, movie. being against homosexuality or being homophobic. But what was the need... To have the the character that was played by uh, William Defoe, what was the need to have William Defoe be like a crazy flamboyant weird? Like what? What's the purpose? He was like a gay. He's like a self hating gay, right? Like yeah, he was like he was a gay dude, but he was like it didn't move the he story called his boyfriend along. a fag in bed or something. It didn't it was, move the story along. I think you know it was just to to try to add an edge to that blade. It's to say, something. hey, we have to have another dimension to this really shitty movie. Yeah, I mean that's I'm all about a good. I'm, yeah, that's fair. That's if fair. you want to see super action, go see RoboCop, the oh, original. Yeah. You don't need. There's no need for for Boondock Absolutely. Saints. And you know what? Predator. I think you're right. Where it's like 
you get a bunch of people that are like, well, this is the first movie made for Irish guys showing how badass Irish yeah, guys are. You I know? think it was a lot of it was that was like they have Irish accents and they, and they wear those. They wear uh, uh, pork pies. They man. wear derbies yeah. and they and they hold their guns left and right, like, right. out to their side. And anybody They'll that holds a gun around each other for one, you can't aim because you're not looking <laughs> down either barrel. <laughs> so you're popping. Tell them that left. to Chow Young Fat. You're You're shooting and doves are flying everywhere, <laughs> and there's slow mo sparks flying over your head. But yeah, I think I think the. Uh, the charisma about it or something. Cause I remember watching that movie going like, yeah, it was okay. Not like loving it, but then hearing other people, my combat boot wearing buddies that were like, this is the best movie ever. And I would watch it and go like, it wasn't, I mean, you know, 45 minutes in, I was like, I got it. I'll turn it off now and watch Rocco's modern life. Real quick side note. Do you remember like when there was rental stores, if you, if you borrowed something like the price that they would charge you to keep it was like, 10 times what it would be to buy right. it. Yeah. Like, they would be like, hey, if you don't return it. It's the inconvenience fee. My buddy had that movie where, oh, God, it was like Will Smith and Ted Danson or some shit. Living in America. or so, uh, Not living in America, but something about America. And his stepdad had, had rented that movie, and he had it for, like, months. And they had charged him, like, $130 or something crazy. And I used to go, like, fuzz. That movie couldn't possibly cost more than fifteen dollars. He's like, yeah, but late fees and shit. I'm like, yeah, but fuck late fees, dude. What are they like, gonna take you to collections? No. But it was they would be like, oh, for them to rent it out, it costs more at that. Like there was some <laughs> weird, yeah, because they knew it was a fledgling business, and they're like, we need to make our money where we can. I know. I'm sorry for the sidebar. No, but I just little... remember when people when I used to rent movies, and I'd be like, dude, if I have this for four days overdue, I might as well just buy it. Thank God, the you but didn't you'd get... have to go buy it separately. You couldn't just go, "Hey, I already owe twenty. Let's you, call it square." You go to Walmart, you it. buy a copy of it, and you go, "Here, just take this one." <laughs> this one is in a bargain bin, right? This is bird on a wire. Never been. Li- <laughs> this is two ninety nine, and it's yours. <laughs> I'll call it a game. So, I guess the whole point of everything I was saying was it's it's heartbreaking when you love something so much and somebody else doesn't it's, even not, infu- not doesn't love it. They just hate it, dude. It's I can't even like get around it. Like I swear to God, I'm usually pretty <laughs> fair tempered, but when somebody's like, "Yeah, I just didn't like it," I just I can't understand how you didn't. Okay, maybe you didn't love it. Same thing with I like I went and saw that Nightcrawler was one of the few Oscar movies that I've seen this year. I saw it. Well, actually, it wasn't up. I thought it was supposed to be. Um, but I remember telling a friend of mine like Nightcrawler was so good. I can't believe it didn't get nominated for everything. It was such a great film. And he's like, yeah, it was, it was all right. I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't No, We, we got to start over. <laughs> we had to start this conversation over. Cause apparently you didn't hear me when I said it was awesome. And you saw it too and didn't think so. What? But there's a difference between being able to, de- having an opinion on Nightcrawler and, and being able to say like, I don't know, man, because I would say like, whether I like him or not, I would always say the Grateful Dead is a talented band. There are really good musicians. Sure. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. Great musicians. But I would in the same breath I would tell you that Dave Matthews band is awful. I don't care how great of musicians they are. They produce crap music and they're uh, another band that annoys the shit out of me when people t- they're like, "Yeah, Dave Matthews is in town." I'm like, "And so what?" Right. You know, I mean, right. same with you too. My sister loves you too. I don't get it. I don't dude. I've been super vocal. I feel like about you too. They they suck balls. I've, I've Red Hot Chili Peppers, another one. Awful. Red Hot Chili Peppers and you two can both headline the same show, and everyone who goes there, I'll just scoop them all up <laughs> and I'll drop them all off in Australia and be like, enjoy the shore. I don't need any of those dudes. Not yeah. not one person that goes to those. So shows. that that kind of stuff does when people are so far off from um, their their taste. It's like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. No, no, I'm not, I'm not for it either. Like I said, I'm, I'm most things I feel like I'm even keel about, but when, when I really feel passionate about something and someone just goes, yeah, it's okay. It's like, I just don't even know how to respond. I'm like, yeah, I don't I, 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 we can't, I, I like, I almost just want to like drop the mic and walk away. You know what I mean? Like, I guess we've, we've covered all we're going to say to each other. Let's just have a breathing period and I'll see you in a little bit. When do you think you started listening to podcasts? Started listening. Um, like, nor- like a year and a half ago, maybe? Okay. Almost two years ago. I started listening a few months before I came on. So, Would you say that you're, you listen to the same podcast, or you're, not, you're still listening to the same shows you were listening to when you got onto podcasting, or have you completely flip-flopped No, I've, I've collected a few and dumped a few, for sure. Yeah. The reason I ask you is because, like, I'm at the point now where I just am always... I'm so tired of like listening to the same things over and over again 
I guess it's like with music, you know, for I sometimes I'll try to go back to music for a little bit, but um there's so many podcasts out there about you could pretty much put in any topic and you'd find a podcast on it. You know what too, it gets tough also because um I guess and we're amongst those, so it's not a great advertisement for us, but like <laughs> we tell more I feel like what we do best is we tell a little more like what's going on with us and similar to stand up comedy, which a lot of our stuff that we talk about, we could, if we just chiseled it down and changed, you know, the verbiage, we could whittle it into bits pretty easily. But, uh, I feel like one of our strengths is we just sort of talk about what's going on with us and that's relatable to other people who have young kids or other people who are, uh, socially awkward or, or, or things like that. But, uh, Totally I, badass. I, I feel or 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 have never lost a fight or are super awesome or amazing looking but but like <laughs> things like that uh i feel like it's better to talk about some stuff like that because like sometimes things have, like there's been large nationwide stories that we've completely skirted holidays you know I mean? uh major uh award events there's even news but events I like large got, american news events you gotta do you have to do what's you have to know what you're what you're good at and, and work on that. I mean, but there is an element of like, Hey, let's have a beer and let's talk about what's going on. And maybe we'll bounce something off each other. And maybe we'll find common ground. And other people will agree with that. And we'll all sort of think together. And I get that. But when you do that, you, it's like Twitter. You know what I mean? Like everyone's talking about the topic du jour and that's cool. Except for us. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's a good thing. And that's how people bond and learn and communicate. Um, but it's not hard to find. You know what I mean? It's very, and that's how I get burnt out on us. If you listen to podcasts weekly, like I do, and like you do, uh, you will hear. T- you know, we, we talked about the dress last week, and it didn't even make it to air. Right? You know what I mean? Because it's like I cut it out. Yeah, because there's like, twelve other shows that talk about the dress, and it's not like oh, that's a bad thing, but just there's a saturation. Have, the to thing it. is, is you have to have a unique take. As far as I'm concerned, like you said, yeah, we talk about stuff that's relevant to us, but we I believe that we do it in a way that we still present it to the audience like a show. Yeah. It's not like me and you are having a conversation and people are listening in on our conversation. We're presenting it like a broadcast. Yeah. Like when there's too many podcasts talking about how weird it is to get naked in a tanning booth and that you're worried about the person on the other side <laughs> of the know. wall farting or here are you farting. Okay, maybe we've fished that hole out too many times, but I feel like that's a pretty unique yeah, uh, no, I, thing, I, you know. like you said, one of the best things about, for us, it's not tooting uh, the being, horn. It's just saying like the way we approach it, whether or not I say everything that's on my mind, I definitely get a lot of garbage out as far as how I'm feeling yeah. about stuff. And I, instead I of going, it, instead no, of going dear diary, you just say, Hey Ben, and then you say it and I, it works out. I yeah, present yeah. it in a, in, in a manner that I intended, I intended to have some humor. And even when I don't, and it comes out as anger, that's what Ben's here to do is to sort of find the humor in me being angry. And a lot of times that is what's funny. When you see someone get so crazy about something and you're like, (laughs) that's sort of funny. Now I think I'm I'm an asshole too because I also get crazy about, you know, this or that. And there's tons of people that live in cities or suburbs that uh, have the same gripes and complaints and they come up. But there is humor to be be mined from them, you know, but uh, without – that's why, like, we do news topics from time to time. It comes up, but – I wish we did a more only because I have the, the our great news it's our news bumper. Have, we just, have a great bumper. We have it set up for that, but it's just I mean, unless we have like a great we could riff on stuff, but unless we have a great take on it. I decided right now, and I don't know if I might change my mind by the end of this show, but for the hundredth episode, uh, I'm gonna we're gonna All take news. We're, we're gonna take calls. Okay, great. So great. Everybody, be prepared. We'll let you know when we're gonna do it. You may need to stay up. It may be a, a, you know, a, a, a time that's not the most convenient for you, but that's not our problem. Dave, will you promise the listeners that if they've contacted us on Twitter and if they've give us feedback that you will answer their call? Yes. Okay. I will also promise, though, if nobody calls, we'll pretend like that was it. We'll, we'll pretend like we, we decided we weren't going to take this any calls. This shit can get cut right out. Don't <laughs> worry about that. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, where I was going with that was, um, so I started a big, I love reading uh nonfiction and fiction alike and I like writing. And so, uh, I typed in like creative writing and I found a bunch of podcasts on, I talked about one, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, about, you know, fiction writing, nonfiction writing, uh, people interviewing big name writers and finding out what, you know, what these guys process is. And I was wondering, I'm like, man, it just seems like there's a podcast for everything. 
One thing that I have a really hard time doing, and I'd love to see somebody put a podcast together for, is combing my daughter's hair. So <laughs> anybody who has a little girl, um, I never really thought about this, I guess, being a man and being a father when I had a son. But like I take my daughter to gymnastics once a week, and now she goes to soccer. And, you know, I I never really want to take her out of the house, but my wife keeps signing her up for these things. And when my wife takes her out, I mean, she takes the time to comb her hair down the middle and put in pigtails. And my daughter looks amazing. She has finger fingernails are polished. She has no schmutz <laughs> on her face. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I have a tracksuit that's like a size too small that I always put on my daughter because it's the easiest thing to get her into. Uh, I try to put her hair in some sort of a ponytail. <laughs> she, my daughter has really curly hair. Yeah, I like, don't know how you corral that it's, stuff. It's dude. like, uh, I'm trying to think of, of anybody who, like a celebrity that would, would help people get an idea of what this is, but it is like crazy, like, you know, like curly fries. It's like Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah, it's like, it's like curly fries. It's so spring, like little springs. Yeah, it's weird. And um, like Curly Sue, that movie Curly Sue. Sure. And... I Your have no spells asphyxiation. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I don't know. You as a father, I took my daughter to gymnastics today. I go in there. I, I take the time. She's in a leotard. She's got, she's looking real good. And I put her out there and another little girl comes in with the exact same leotard on. I call my wife. I go, that's it for that leotard. We're done with that. Why? They can't wear this. Oh. Who gives a shit? They wear the same one. I know, you know, tell. I used to tell my wife when she'd say, well, I already wore this dress. I can't wear it again because if somebody sees me, then I'm wearing it, you know, and yeah, I, I used to kids. They don't care. I used to, adults, same thing. What's the difference? I just get over it. But now I realize when it's my daughter, it's like <laughs> I took the time to make her look nice. And now some other, other little girl looks at, you know, and the other it little girl back to you the other little girl had a newer one so the colors were more she wore it better uh, you, and i was like this ain't gonna faded, happen again. Faded yeah. leotard. <laughs> i'll tell you um it's funny when when i dress the kids my my we're the opposite with my wife would just always always throw sweatpants on my boy and stretchy pants on the girl and throw and she puts her hair up in like a little palm tree like you would just ponytail on the top um for some reason, I don't know why, and I guess I'm showing my hand a little bit here, but like I always uh, try to dress them nice. Like I like I want my kid, like I put them in a sweater, and I put my daughter in something nice, and she's always like, "Who cares? They're going out to whatever." And I don't know. I just go like, "They're never going to be that small again." Like make them right. look good. I don't think kids are going to take a. Everyone posts shit, right? So if they post it, the kids will look good. Uh, so I'm the opposite. I just I. Uh, as far as like you, like you just slap them together. I, I try to make them look good and I, and I don't slap them I together. I don't mind doing it. I don't guess. get the wrong impression. I don't slap them together. I just don't know what to do. You know, well, I, what kind of training I never, do you I have never held a, for girls I never here? held a baby before my son was born in my whole life. He's the first baby I ever held. I was completely intimidated. You didn't hold him until he was what, four? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> my daughter on the other so i got over that you know i was changing diapers yeah. i did it all the time and no problem with any of it no issue when my daughter was born i was like i don't know how that how that thing even works i don't know which way to oh I know dude me front either. to back, I still back don't, to front, no. side to side i don't know they say front to back but i swear to god sometimes i'm still like why what's the big deal i still like cut corners you know what i mean <laughs> like if, if any of any of your dudes have like like girls like if you change the diaper like oh you always gotta go front to back sometimes i'm changing diaper and i go i'm not gonna get it in there big deal like i i cut i'm not gonna let you cut corners like as long as i'm not you know <laughs> deliberately making anything horrible big deal it's just I you know, ju- clean that shit up. It's big just deal. such a like a. Now I know why weird... like some women are like, oh, you got I haven't showered today. It's like I guess you were growing up with like a culture of like it's filthy the whole time. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't aware. I just thought it was supposed to be awesome. I really I don't know how dads ever know or learn. And you look, and you every time you see a dad out there with a daughter, your daughter has like really fine hair, mm. and it's I could see if she'll sit still, you could easily just put a rubber band around it. And mm-hmm. but as your daughter starts getting older and more, and I could tell she has the 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 uh, the gene to maybe be a little bit more persnickety, like my daughter. <laughs> it, it ain't gonna go down that she's easy. She's a little b. Yeah. I used to just put my daughter's hair in a hat. I put a I'd put a baseball hat on it or a or, or like about. a big a headband with a big flower on it or something, you know. And, and that's it, my daughter yeah. was bald for like the first year and a half. It's beautiful. Count I, your blessings when that happens. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. Like as, as men, we don't have any prep for that. 
Like, and your wives won't tell you, like, hey, just so you know, like, in a couple months, you get, you know, your daughter's going to have hair and you're going to start needing to do this. And you're going to start needing to put, you don't, as a, as a dude, the only, unless you have like a sister that's really close I to you. I still have never combed my hair ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's never occurred. Right. But I mean, like you, the experience that you have with a female is, is like really none until you're a teenager. And it's like, how do I get them still long enough well, to maintaining on top of them? them? Right. Like you don't know anything about well, them. Think- so when you have like a daughter, you know, you can be a good dad and like, I'm going to put their clothes on them, but you don't know shit. My wife the other day was like, you didn't put condition. You didn't brush her hair right. while she was in the tub. Conditioned and then I was like, no, shampoo. I didn't brush her hair. What are you talking about? I haven't, I didn't brush my hair once until I was like 15 <laughs> right. and then never again until I was 19. You know what I mean? Like I told my wife, I said, you know, I've never really had, I mean, everyone has had a pimple here or there, but I've never had acne. Never. Me either. I've never and had like a I, problem. And here's with the that. thing. Never washed my face. Ever. No. Still never. I not don't one, either. Not one time. And my mom, I remember, you know, my mom would say, before you go to bed, brush your teeth, comb your hair, wash your face. And I did, or, you know, when you, you wake brush up. brush your teeth and that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, if I did that, maybe. you know, yeah. You're, you know, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Who brushes her teeth before bed? Let's be real. Listen, but, we already know nobody flosses ever. But. It's never occurred. I would pick the sleep out of my eyes at best. <laughs> and that that's the end of it and my because my wife i would say i don't think that you know we were intended to wash away i don't know I just but dude, never women did. wash their face with like eight different things and then what do they do they're constantly worried about their acne and they're covering oh in this spot and i got an oily chin dudes You're filling don't your pores with makeup shit. right dudes don't do anything ever and they're fine right like, right i don't ever do any like yeah so but this, have you ever seen your wife without makeup uh, so let's let's not, not let's not go down this road. You could do, you could do better. It's if a, they're gonna have a couple of zits, no no problem. Right, right. I guess there's bigger fish to fry. But like, it's just it's it's crazy how hard uh, all all the effort that women put into shit that like guys just don't even care about at all. And again, and even with the little girls, like, well, okay, I don't care I'll, about doing it for me, but I definitely care that my wife puts the effort in for her because I think it looks nice. I mean, I would meet don't you if my if, wife if your walked wife around didn't... like me, Ben, and was like, yeah, I mean, I don't. Sometimes I forget to put deodorant on, and sometimes <laughs> I, you know, I, I wouldn't be happy. Yeah, but what about if your wife didn't wash her face with soap? Big deal. I don't know. If your, your face, face ain't all jacked up. There's been times where my wife says your face smells. Go wash your face. Absolutely. You know, you know, when it comes to hygiene, like, you know, you know what I wash the stuff that smells. <laughs> That's it, dude. The, all right. If it doesn't smell, leave, leave the it. The best be. part is you can't smell your cheek. So, you know, you just have to go away. That's why I never grow a beard. Really? Like I'll grow a beard for a little bit because anytime I've ever grown any facial hair, That's I swear to God, I feel like, no, I just, well, that for sure. But I feel like I can just smell it. Like dirty hair, I don't like because I don't wash my face right, so I don't I don't like the way it smells. It's no good. So normal, shaven, not beard having dude, you wash what smells. Anything after that? Oh, and and my stomach because that's where I start. That's where I get the lather. I mean, you know where washboards are. That's where you begin. You do that right. kind of thing. But after that, no. After that, I I, I, I have th- the best smelling stomach of all time. I know that for sure. I think that some, you know, there were, I remember we had a book called what to expect when you're expecting what to expect after your baby's born, what to expect when your daughter, you know, what to expect when you don't know shit about girls. That's they, somebody <laughs> needs to write a book. <laughs> right? a, a dad needs, maybe I should do it, but a Dude. dad needs to write a book. There's no way you wouldn't make money doing that. Think about teaching it. other dad and not, I mean, you could make a humorous, but teaching other dads, how to, how do you comb a little girl's hair? Nobody knows. And I sure. do care because I don't want to not comb her hair, but the end product, it looks so awful. I always take a picture and send <laughs> like it to my wife and I'm like, at it. and she's like, this is so bad. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I'll be like, if she showed me a million times how to pull hair and then put it in a, in a, in a band, a uh, rubber band around it, I still wouldn't get it right. Like I don't the understand. When they, when they do like, they show like the dad the, spins the a birth, hair. They show like the birthday cake and then like your version of it. It's right. just like nailed it. Like <laughs> your kid's got like six ponytails sticking all across. Yes. Yeah, I don't, and, and I, I don't would, know what I'm doing either. If somebody else hasn't isn't going to jump on the idea, I'm going to jump on the idea. I'm going to have to write That's a book. That's your book, dude. That's your book for sure. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'll tell you what. If I was like a new dad and I was at, um, I don't know, wherever, you know, the babies are us or whatever, and I saw a book that said like, like, dad, comma, you don't know shit. Read this or something like, I guarantee you I'd buy that book. Well, here's like, the You're thing. right. I don't know anything. Every mother-in-law... Every you know snarky sister in law would buy that for you if they knew you were expecting a yeah like, like as a gag like you're yeah, stupid read yeah, this right that's yeah. a brilliant scheme for sure marketing I might have to edit as, this you whole might want to cut up. all this out you might want to let anybody know 
our listeners aren't going to write this book, but you're good. Like you're, you're, that's a good idea. That's a damn good idea. You know, you know what I was thinking about this? I I don't have any, um, this is total non sequitur, but sense of smell. Be the judge of that. (laughs) Sense of smell. I had like two times this past week when I know this is weird and it's, and it's out of left field, but like my sense of smell and I, I do have kind of a big nose, so I attribute it to that. But like it is stronger than any other sense. Like I cannot remember people that I met a day ago today. Like that I shook their hand and said, yeah, I know them. But I specifically remember like how my third grade class smelled and how my kindergarten class smelled. And I remember like, what it smelled like at a certain party I was at. I, I remember once when I was in elementary school, I stayed the night at this this kid's house. I went to my church, right? And he was like, oh, we're friends. Like, come over and stay the night and hang out. I have a Nintendo. And so I came over there and stayed. And I remember, like, I wanted to cry. Like, I wanted to call my parents the instant I got there because their house was so, like, it seemed, like, so dirty. And it smelled so bad. And I was just, like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no fucking way people live in this house. <laughs> like, I was freaked out. Like, like cat? I just wanted to, cur- like, just, like, like, I don't know, like everything, like dirty, like cat, like animals. It just didn't smell. The house I grew up in, like my mom was like June Cleaver. She walked around cleaning shit up all the time. So I go in this house and I was like, there's garbage and like it smelled and it freaked me out. But I specifically remember that dirty. Every once in a while, I'll walk by a dumpster or something. I go, holy shit, it smells like dude's house. Like I'll remember that. And it was so weird. And it was just this thought I had. And um, I put it out on Twitter because I was just thinking. And I was like, isn't it weird how the sense of smell is stronger than most? And uh, I don't – and unless it's show-related, I don't get a ton of, like, feedback in Twitter. Sometimes it's just like a diary. You write shit out. But I started getting a bunch of people going like, yeah, totally, totally. And I got a lot of response from it. And apparently other people have this too. And I know the sense of smell is is very strong and it's related to your memory. But – uh. But I was just wondering, do you have that too? Is yes. It like, I mean, but like, is it specific? Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. set up? I can remember. I can remember. And again, not that we were bad Jews, but my mother's family is, were Catholics. And so I know the smell of great Christmas Jew. ornaments. That's where I was going. The ornaments? That. Yeah. Just, I know the unpacking the boxes that were packed away with the, the tinsel okay. and everything. And that smell or the That's candles. smell of right and wrong, son. <laughs> you, know what, smell <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? That that <laughs> yeah, yeah. smell right there, like, it just brings you back. Like if I if I go into a department store and smell Christmas, everyone right now, if I told you, do you know what Christmas smells like? You know what Christmas smells like. There's no yeah, doubt. Yeah, I mean, there's certain things. That, and I yeah, guarantee you, mind. the Christmas my the smell I attribute to Christmas is the same as you. It's you know, it's the stuff that we. But it's not always just the same, like the cinnamon. No, I know. There's certain. Just like with music, it's the very same thing. You'll hear a song and bam, all of a sudden. You ever get physically ill or not ill, but like so nostalgic it hurts. Like you're like, man, that sucks. That that's just so much time has gone by. Sucks that it's gone or sucks that it's so um, old. I mean, you just remember. (laughs) No, because that time you remember was such a great time and it's such a great memory. And you're like, we're just so far past it. Yeah, yeah, that does happen. That does happen for sure, and that's associated with the same thing. Like the the worst is if you go somewhere and you smell that, and then you hear a song that reminds you that you're like, "Oh shit!" Well, I might it might as well be 1995, and I might as well give up right now for sure. I was telling my sister the same thing the other day. I I don't know why. Again on Spotify, I was listening to 80s music, and uh, a Tears for Fears song came on. Uh, Everybody wants to rule Everybody. the world, and immediately it took me back to. That, you know, when that song came out and driving around with my mom and just, you know, remembering what it was like to be a child in the 80s and yeah. where I was. And I just had all these like crazy fl- I was laying in bed like you, you know, listening to my headphones, trying to fall asleep. And it was just like clicking through 80s songs. And I was like, man, I got to take my headphones off. I'm too depressed. I'm not want to sleep <laughs> now. I want to hug somebody. When you're in that. But when you're in that weird, like impressionable period, everything is such a big deal. Like every like shit that doesn't matter. Like the commercials, people the victory know, auto people won't know, yeah people won't know this now because everyone listens to Spotify. But the commercials that would come on between stations on the radio were a big deal because nobody was paying attention, but it was there. So everybody would remember that certain commercial for like I know one eight seven seven cars for kids is a big one now. Eagle but Man, like Eagle Man stuff like that. But I mean, I'm thinking more like audio. Um, 
yeah, everybody would pay attention to that stuff, and and even that was a big deal. And and you just don't you just don't have to do that now. And I mean, that's a good thing, I guess, that you don't have to. I feel like uh, I took a long time ago. There was a poll on Facebook that was going around, or like a survey, and it was saying like if you had to write. Uh, you could, you had to pick an album for every stage of your life to define every stage of your life. You oh, know, wow. P- that's a great p- idea. Pick a record. It's uh, a great idea. You know, to, wow. to define each place. And it, which you, you can interpret it either way. you put for each one of your like, <laughs> yeah. eras is, is what I want to know. I think that you could either interpret it one way or another. You could say that this, this record uh, was something that was important to me or the name of this song or the name of this album is, you know, represents what time yeah, is. so yeah, yeah. but that uh i could easily say you know when i was 16 i could tell you right now what i was listening to and what would take me right back to being 16 again if i closed my eyes and made Isn't it crazy mixtape. yeah Isn't it crazy there was a song when i was um gosh i wasn't even quite 14 but there was this song that was played on get out of my dreams and into my car <laughs> into my car there was i don't even know if it was q101 or whatever was big at the time but there was this song like there was these monks chanting but it was popular because I had like a, a beat behind it, and it was played on all the like alternative stations. And I would I would have to dig. And you? I would it's very do not that far off. I would have to dig to find it now. But there was like these monks, and they would chant. And there was like a hip hop beat, and it would come on. And usually when you're in the car, you go yeah, yeah, whatever. But that song was playing at a party when I was like a kid, uh, like thirteen, and I remember like someone's parents bought booze and it was stupid tons of bad decisions were made that day but like i hear that song now and i'm just like i almost have to just go like we got to stop whatever we're doing and i just you guys gotta leave me alone because i'm weirded out like i can't even um because like the sense of smell it's so strongly associated that there's uh that who's the the specials Mm -hmm. a message to you Rudy, rudy by specials if that song comes on to this day i'm just like uh I don't know. I'm not used gonna to be get, my ringtone. Yeah, but I'm just gonna be like, I'm not gonna get shit done for today, just because it's like, <laughs> it's too close to home. It's too. It's just too. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's I I have the same thing with John Cusack movies because that <laughs> if you were, he he's <laughs> such a Peter he's such Gabriel. a big part of not not I mean not, not the music in it, but just yeah, Cusack. Yeah. Like if you go back and you watch any of those any of those movies, you know all any, the ones any, that any I've John been doing movies, in my homework. Any, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. He just gross point blank. Mm. All the every time that dude has like creative control in a movie, I feel that he puts in all the music that's important to him. So yeah, yeah. You listen to the soundtrack for Gross Point Blank. It's one of the best soundtracks. You know, because you're like, wow, every single thing is on here. Yeah, it's so weird though. Like, like literally, man. I like um some of the guys I work with make fun of me because I just no, I, I cannot. Like, I'm so bad with names, man. Like. Unless unless we've had a bunch of conversations and I was listening, and that's a super hard odd to stack up against, um, I won't remember your name. I'm just not that. I don't know. I guess maybe I'm just that's such a wild insulting. narcissist that I'm just. It's so insulting. I'm so concerned about what I'm thinking about that I'm not. Yeah, I know it's insulting. I don't mean it that way. I just listen. I got ADD. All right, I'm trying to get a hold of it. Well, what's funny? Is, I do that on purpose to people that I don't like. I will actually either pretend like I don't know their name or call them by the wrong name. Purpose. But I literally insult the shit out of people on accident. All because the time. of, but because guys like me, it allow, it doesn't allow guys like you to use that excuse <laughs> because you're pretending. Right. They're, they're like, Oh, I guess you just don't know who I am. And Louis, no, I don't. don't remember no. your name. All right. Asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's how it is. But, uh, I don't, I just, I, I had that, that thought this week and it tripped me out that I got a bunch of responses to and people were like me too. Like people that I didn't know that followed me on Twitter were just like me too, me too. So I guess it's a very relatable feeling. I would I suggest know. that you do that thing when you meet people and they go, you know, you're like, Hey Ben, Brian, and you repeat their name. That's like one of those exercises that you're supposed say to say it out loud. Them. Yeah. And you're supposed to say their name back to them. I think like people like Tom Cruise do that, right? Like they do the double handshake and they say your name again, like, Hey Dave, good to see you. And they think I don't know. Double. I've never seen or heard anything. Every time about I Tom met Cruise with Tom handshake. Cruise, he's done the double hand. It's stuck. Let me tell you something that shouldn't stick. Something that's bothered me. I know this isn't timely, but I thought about it when the Oscars came around. Um, which, by the way, I won my pool. I hate to brag. It was a. It was luck. Did I do it two years in a row? Yes. Okay. Fine. Maybe not a hundred percent luck. Maybe it's skill. Maybe I'm the best ever at it. But the point is this: I noticed this during the Oscars, dude. This shit with the buff arms for it, chicks, it, dude. Yeah, it's got to stop. It's got to be done. CrossFit I mean, like, like must now, be destroyed. Like, like, what is today? March 3rd, 4th? 
It's got, it's got to be done, dude. Done. Stop it. You can work. Here's the thing. Work out with weights if you want, but they better be lightweights. I mean, like five, ten pounds. <laughs> All right. Do body weight shit. Enough with this. There's so many women on the red carpet now. Look, I get you want to be fit and I get you want to be healthy, and that's fine. But you want to look like the original beautiful woman. You want to look like Adam and Eve. Like, okay, Adam and Eve wasn't doing shit with pull-up bars. Okay, knock it off. She wasn't doing no kettlebells. Twenty kettlebell swings a day. Be fit. That's fine. Be in shape. That's run. pretty chauvinistic. Of me? Yeah. Oh, no, of me. Yeah, what you. the hell? What what I said is not chauvinistic. Oh, good point. Yeah, but my thing is like, look, I enjoy working out. It's fine, but this shit with the arms has got to stop. Ben doesn't like it. Why are you? Why are you doing it? Uh, You're the woman with big arms. Why are you doing it? I it's probably because I yeah. Well, then stop because you, okay, <laughs> if you don't have a good answer, then maybe you should just quit doing it. I think that yeah, the new trend is physically strong is the new sex. Ronda Rousey knows how to choke you out. She can have big arms. Well, she fights she, for a living. There's she, a need she for She fights it. for a living. She needs it, and she's awesome. You are just in a movie that was up for maybe a Sundance Award. Knock it off. Who, who are you talking about? I'm talking about all the women on the red carpet, dude. Fucking more than half of them showed up, and just their shoulders and their, their <laughs> biceps and their triceps rippling. yolked. Dude, they're yolked. It's disgusting. I hated it. I'm just... Like I you've been looking it. at Adrian's body far too long, dude. Be, no, listen. And, okay, perfect example. Yoga with Adrian. That woman is fit, right? Very fit. Obviously, she's a yogi, a professional yogi. She's a body. She's basically like what you want the body to look like in a perfect world. Not all crazy yoked, right? Doesn't need it because what she does. Toned. I'm more. I like the Christina Hendricks look. Okay, fine. That's not. That's. I'd rather you err in that direction. <laughs> but this thing with the huge shulders and the huge arms, like, it's a dude. But no, we're in the era of like these selfies and like, oh, my ass has got to be huge and this has got to be huge and just knock it off. Just be healthy and whatever. Look, if you eat decent and you jog a couple times a week, whatever your body looks like, that's what you're supposed See, to. See, I've like. often said this. This too shall pass. Good. I hope it does pass. I hope it does pass. You're right. It's a trend, but I just don't understand why it takes me, a dude from the Chicago suburbs, to point it out to you to knock it the hell off. I'm glad you're going to the boxing gym. I'm glad you feel strong. I'm glad you feel good about yourself. Now put some sleeves on because you're creeping us out. This is definitely CrossFit's fault. It is. Instagram and CrossFit are working together. It went from fit to like look how buff nobody wants you to be buff and if, dude, and if it's you that wants to be buff then do it but just don't what are you doing on the red carpet and I appreciate all women of all shapes and sizes uh, look <laughs> if you're healthy and you're having a good time however you look is how you're supposed to look alright if you're doing if you're <laughs> if you're finding what feels good and it, that's how you're gonna look great but, but these crazy ass arms dude I went to Sky Zone with my kids there, with my children the other day, okay, with my kids. I didn't expect to have this thrown about me with my kids around. We went to Sky Zone, which is like that amusement park that just basically has trampolines everywhere and everyone jumps and you, you know, you rent time. And they're jumping around. And there was these two chicks that just were, like my wife was there and I was like, you best not get anywhere near them. If you go, if you go on their half of the trampoline, they might bite you. They, I, they sure as hell would beat you in arm wrestling. They'll stomp you. It they're, could, they're totally talking know, shit about you. I don't know hundred percent that I can protect you. Were you afraid Not, that if she went over there, they might be like, "Yeah, we could do something with this. We're gonna we're gonna bring you over." And then your wife starts like to motivate her to get into yeah. it. No, she would. I I I feel like no. I feel like she could sniff out the the awfulness and what they were doing. But this <laughs> chick had this chick had like a tank top on that said like in crazy lettering it said "Not Normal," and she had these. Fucking crazy lats and shoulders and what do you call them? Wings. Traps. Traps. Right. She had traps like, uh, who's that WWF wrestler? Triple H? She had traps <laughs> like Triple H. Like she couldn't put her fucking, she could not remove her clavicle from her like her, her vocal cords. It was like stuck there. And she's walking around and sure that's not normal. I'm like, no shit, not normal. Of, yeah. Look, if you're going to look like Triple H. You don't need to. You don't need to fill us in on the not normal part. We'll, we'll do. We'll do the not normal math. We got that part. Makes so sense. the the huge upper body. Look, you want to do squats, lunges. That's fine. There's pant legs that can cover all that. Even with this whole yoga pant phase, 
just knock it off with the upper body. That's all I'm asking. And you don't have to back me, Dave, but but I'm saying this. You're doing well on your own. On my own, own island, I'm saying right. this. Knock it off. Nobody likes it. You're making it weird for all of us. Do us a favor. Quit it. That sounds great. Or else I'll beat your ass. All right. That's episode 97. <laughs> we will see you guys next week. Later. Let's go. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Take a good hard look at the motherfucking boat. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Take a look at me. Straight floating on a boat on the deep blue sea. Busting by night, wind whipping out my coat. You can't stop me, motherfucker, because I'm on a boat. Picture trick. I'm on a boat, bitch. We drinking Champ, cause it's so crisp. I got my swim trucks and my flipping floppies. I'm flipping burgers. You at King go straight flipping cabbage. I'm riding on a dolphin, doing flips and shit. The dolphin's splashing, getting everybody away. But this ain't Sea World. This is real as it gets. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget. I'm on a boat, eh?